<laughs> hey guys, it's me, Dr. Katz. And Mike LaHogue. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we just screwed up. That's why we're giggling. But anyway, so we're doing a double podcast today. We're going to broadcast it both on Ribbons of Monroe and on Straight Talk with Dr. Laura because I think it's something that's pertinent to both. So here goes. I'm going to call this Waiting for the Other Shoe to Drop. <laughs> there you go. Woo! Which is something I am doing a lot lately. So this kind of ties into um, the last week or two stuff when we were talking about PTSD and trauma and whatnot, right? So let me give you a little background before I tell my story. So, you know, in, for myself in particular, in this last almost two years, anytime we've tried to take a vacation – see, I hesitate to even say the word because I feel like it's bad luck <laughs> – um, someone's had a heart attack or someone's been diagnosed with cancer or my kids have had something devastating happening to them or the plans just fell apart altogether. So as it stands, I have one of those V words coming up and I think there is a part of me that's literally nervous sighted, terrified, excited, like all the words all just kind of blended together in one <laughs> big tornado kind of mush Mm -hmm. to the point that while on the outside i'm not seeming anxious but on the inside i literally was having end of world dreams last (laughs) night like okay somebody's not confessing out their mouth what's going on in their head right i i am having trouble shaking the fact that every time we've tried to get away something horrid has happened Mm -hmm. now let's add on top of that that I'm also due for my every three month scans tomorrow, uh-huh. and I feel like I always get weird. About a week and a half before I know all those rounds of tests are coming up, I suddenly I don't feel good, or my my yeah. stomach hurts, or I kind of had a headache, and I can't figure out why. And I literally never figure out why until I it dawns on me what day is coming up, uh-huh. and I'm just wondering. How I can shake that. Yeah. Like, I literally feel like I will not be reassured as far as our upcoming V word. See, I can't even say it. <laughs> until like that second plane lands. And mm-hmm. I know that we have some kind of luggage and can start doing something. <laughs> Same thing with the scans. They've all been good. Whew, but just the mere thought, it just gets me going whether I'm willing to verbalize it or not. So but, what's the key? Is well, The key is verbalizing it? It's like that first day back to school. <laughs> right? <laughs> um. Yeah, I think I found one of the things that that helps everybody and me um, here is that we get a chance to just talk about it and just see. And I think that for me, yeah, I finally blurted it out the other day. I'm like, "What the hell? Why does my stomach bother me? Why does my head hurt? Why?" And then, oh, that's so funny that you mentioned it because I drove through the parking lot of the hospital this morning. I was supposed to get a blood test this morning, and I drove. Did you skip it? Well, the park the parking lot was full, and I said, "Well, you know, I can go later." Oh, you didn't. So I did. You just kind of cruised on through. I just rolled right on through. Yeah, so, so I'll get it done today or tomorrow, you know. <clears throat> but just there's something about it, isn't there? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's, this is like living on the edge, and you never know. It, it just changes from day to day, and you never does, know though. what's going to happen next. And, and, and some days I'm like, ah, screw it. You know, just that's just yeah. another cat scan. What's a little more radiation? What's a little more IV contrast, yeah. you know? <laughs> and I think 
the the key to that, like you, you, where you're going with this, is the key to that is that we learn to accept it. We learn to live with it. It's that then, new normal thing we were talking oh about God, before. Oh God, yeah, we keep saying Good that. Good Lord, we? though. I mean, mm. you know, like the new normal forever, really. You yeah. know, but yeah, yeah really, forever. Really, because <laughs> you are what you know what what you've become. So you have to figure out how to to work with it and live with it. And, I mean, I do. Still be happy. I do agree. The verbalizing is key. Oh God! But it sounds. But here's the thing, guys. It sounds like word vomit to everybody else. Like, okay, oh my God, haven't you heard about the? Didn't you tell me about this already? But I got to give credit to my 20 year old daughter Mm -hmm. last night, as I finally, as I'd been kind of stewing inside for the last week and a half, like I do for that every three months event, right? And I just finally blurted out everything that I was feeling and stuff. And she says, Mom, I think that's logical. I mean, look at what just happened to you. You just signed a whole new consent form with all this crap that you didn't know you were yeah. agreeing to before. Right. You've got to get rescanned every three months and wondering if anything's showing up. Who's not going to freak out? Yeah. You know, and there could be other cancers and other stuff. And then at that moment, my husband got mad at her and was like, go to bed. Don't tell your mother those <laughs> things. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I see what she's saying. Yeah. She's saying it's reasonable. She's validating my concerns. She's make, she's she's actualizing that the symptoms that I get are like my body's trying to deal with what my brain is not wanting to deal with. Yeah. And it's reasonable. So that was a good thing. So I told him to be quiet, of course, but, you know. <laughs> it's that anxiety um, before the, the tests and everything. And, it is. And I always – Like you can't live fear, life that way. No, and I, I normally know. don't, but that week and a half kills yep. me. My biggest fear is that this is – that the next test is going to be the beginning and the end. Right. You know, that's yes. that's in, my, in the back of my mind all the time. And I, and I push it back and, I, and then I get a chance to talk. And and we and these podcasts are great because we get a chance to get it all out. Mm-hmm. And then I get a, a a person, a guest that'll come in, and they'll have things going on that are worse than mine. Oh and, my gosh! Right. And so I'll get a we chance, hear stuff every day. Yeah, and I'll get a chance to share with them um, our stories and my story and everything, and then and and help to calm them down a little bit, and so they can focus and get organized and prioritize and all that with the things that they the tools that they already have. And and then if they need things, then we can find it for them and, and help them. See, and that's the thing. I think I need a strategy for the not waiting for the other shoe to drop thing. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think it's still a little too fresh. It hasn't even been a year. Yeah. You know, and I, I've, I've enjoyed the break from chemo, but do I know that I'm always going to have a break from that? I mean, you have to take stuff every day still. Oh, every day. Yeah. You know, not as high as it was, no. but still every day, every day. Every day. And the unpredictability that there is. But thank goodness that it's manageable. You know, I'll always, exactly. be, I'll always be stage four. I'll never be cured. I'll never be right? in remission. But my gosh, it's a, it's so manageable that um, this is about as normal as normal can be. Right. Know, so. it's same thing for me. i got to consider myself in remission yeah. rather than cured per se. Although some people do use that term for my particular Hodgkin's that I had. Yeah. That's why they call it the good one, which I still think is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Sure. But okay. <laughs> you know, like, okay, well, good thing I have a good one. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you just want to – I think it's 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 – Safer, not necessarily greatest for peace of mind, but just to realistically think as like, okay, I'm humming along right now. Yeah. I, you know, I could speak to you right now today and today I'm in remission or Mm -hmm. today I'm considered cancer free and just enjoy that each day thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just enjoy the day you have 
And um, and I uh, I tell everybody this it sounds hokey, but I live each day like it's my last. I just I right? do everything I can. I get as much done as I can. I help as many people as I can, and then you know, and then tomorrow we'll start all over again. So right, I. I... I've been trying to do that. You know, yeah. I was falling down a little bit on that last week when we were talking. So I was like, okay, I can't make it. I, uh, I was I was having a crumple day. Yeah, I don't okay. see that was the beginning of the week and a half, and yeah. I didn't realize it. My at the weekend time. was like that. I just I just had to take a break over the weekend. I just I did. I had I just I had so much on the schedule, and I was just like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Now but I'm I couldn't better. figure out why. And then I'm like, oh, scans are tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right, I got you. But just. Realizing it, though, you know, kind of helped me shove past it. Oh, yeah. That's half the battle. And, and then you can deal with it from there you know, once you recognize it. Same thing. Like there's other things that funk me every year. Like when it gets right around the time of, say, my dad's be- my dad's death, which was oh, a sure. terrible, sudden, crazy thing, I start getting weird. Yeah. And I'm like, what's going on? What's I going think- on? Oh. Ugh. And then once I... Not give it power, but but recognize it mm-hmm. and and Identify put it, it. out, yep. like get rid of it. Yep. Not get rid of it. No, that's not even right either, is it? Oh, what am I trying mean. to say? You're trying to say that you you like you realize it for what it is. It. Yeah. yeah. yeah just, okay, that's it. Yeah. Like sure. take charge of it. Like oh, yep. this is what's eating me up here. Mm-hmm. So I gotta no no. Just we're not gonna do this. You I know? refer to those as defining moments. You know, things it that, is though that you remember. Where you were, the minute that it happened, and you relive it, um, and so uh, you just have to, like you say, you have to take charge of it. You have to recognize that that's what it is, and and take charge of what take you can. Of it. Like yeah. you can't as best can't, you can. You can't promise yourself, I'm never going to remember that nope. ever again. Like oh, don't God. be unrealistic. God forbid, you never you want know? to do that because you can't learn if you don't Mm-mm. retain anything. But like retaining yeah. and dwelling are two different things. Yeah, but it affects us all, and that, and that's what we try to help. People to just get all that out, and, and it's kind of like the it's peeling true. back the layers. Well, like the patient you were talking about the other day, yeah. he needed someone to talk to Absolutely. and at. Actually, he needed someone to talk at yes. first, yes, and then he needed someone to talk with. Mm-hmm. So, what the heck do I mean by that, right? So, you know how sometimes when you're bursting with something. Some unresolved something that's kind of festering inside you, like a new diagnosis of cancer, for God's <laughs> sakes, you know? Yeah. And then you're just like, I just got to, even if you've been to 10 doctor's visits already and whatever, I just got to talk to a regular person or someone who might actually know what I'm going through about this. Like right now, I just yeah. have to. I have to like spill it out and, and be free and just blah, 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 blah. That's what we're here for. Yeah. That's one of those things that we do. You know, or when I get messages, I get messages from people every day now, which I love actually, because mm-hmm. I've got some kind of suggestion or can help point them or, you know, give them an initial direction that mm-hmm. they didn't have before. You know, I, I am a hundred percent down with that. I love the fact that people can access me. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, and I make sure I'm clear on when is when and, you know, right. to give me a minute and whatnot. But, um, it's just, it's important. To get things out. Yeah. Even if it's just out of your mouth. Clearly, you don't purge it from your body just by talking about it, but you know. No, just to have someone else share that load. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's, that is one of the biggest things that we do, yeah. actually. Sometimes. Besides all the other things that yeah, we do. Besides but, you all know. The things Sometimes they'll even say, you know, after I said it, I really don't know why it was bothering me so much. Right. But we just, that's the way we are. We're just, we're just human beings. So. Exactly. You can only do what you can do, but yeah. just, yeah. 
strategies for not always waiting for the other shoe to drop. <laughs> I have no magical ones, but I think one of the most at least make a dent ones so far is to give it give it some words, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Talk about it, tell somebody about it. And you know, I think the thing for me sometimes that's hard in talking about things like that's what makes this place so great because mm-hmm. you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, absolutely. You know, it, it is hard for your family or friends or mm-hmm. people who have not experienced some of the same things or like with cancer or whatnot. They're like, okay, it sounds bad. You yeah. know, you just – it's not something actually that I would wish anyone to really be able to relate to right? without going One through it. And I definitely that, wouldn't wish people to go through it. Absolutely. So. One of the things that we found in the last couple of weeks with everybody that I've talked to is that – their family members and other people around them are all of a sudden coming, like coming to their aid or to their um, into their circle and, and being conscious of their um, uh, tests and their mm-hmm. doctor's appointments and everything. And then there's that hopeless feeling that they have because mm-hmm. they can't do anything. Right. Um, like the husband, for instance, who up until then could fix anything, you know? Right. And now he, he doesn't even know Letting everybody down. The guilt of it. Oh, my gosh, yes. And I the, talk and about the, that in my book, too. Nobody absolutely. tells you about the guilt that you have. Yeah. It sounds ridiculous and to even the, say out loud, but you do. You're and, like, oh, my God, how many people am I letting down? Yeah. And and the, the patient then who feels um, horrible because they're putting their family through all this. Yep. Uh, it's, it's just a real big dynamic, and, and we're here to help. Um, sort all that out exactly but but letting it out you got to have somewhere to let it out just like when we go to a therapist when certain things are bugging us that we feel like we can't oh, yeah. talk to our family yeah. about well come here Ooh, good, talk to us good point um, you know i have no uh credentials um and if i don't either except for the doctor ones but and, you know yeah. not therapist ones but i can listen like yes. nobody's business and that's <laughs> that's where this starts it starts with a conversation and then mm-hmm. if there's a if it needs to go to a professional level, then we have that in place. So, and and confidentiality is always, of course, always paramount here. You know, we, um, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, so right. to speak, and so we abide by that. So let's let's do a quick rundown of what would happen. Oh, say sure. you had an issue. So, all right, I see you on Facebook, Ribbons of a Row, and I'm like, oh my god, I just got this. New diagnosis, and I'm all oh, about this, it. You this know? sounds like your story. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you that know, sounds so familiar. And then yeah, I message you. Yeah, right. And then what happens? Well, then I messaged back, and then you called, and and you told me everything that was going on, and you cried, and um, and then you came in, and now you're helping me with um, other people, and you're writing books. And, uh, but uh, what I'm, what I mean is like, it's that fast. If you sure. reach out to us, whether it's through Facebook or messenger or our phone number, you want to give them the phone number again? Oh, sure. 734-639-1167. So literally you call, you hear Mike's lovely voice, <laughs> you know, or maybe get him in person yeah. and literally we get you in here and off we go and yeah. just figure it all out together. Exactly. Just somehow a- something. Take a legal pad and start Throw your lifeline, you know, right. anything. Start writing down your priorities and things you need to work on, um, things we need to help you with and get a game plan and away we go. You know, we help you with putting together your team, mm-hmm. you know, your navigators, who you need to put in place for what, other yeah. things that you need to get out of the way so you can concentrate just on healing, 
you know, and tell you that you're not, that. tell you that you're not crazy for, yeah. think, for feeling the way you feel and absolutely. Yeah. You know, I try to make you buy my book. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just kidding. But we do have them just yeah. in case. But <laughs> yeah, we do. But you know, it just we try to. We're going for a kind of a cancer support 101, exactly. and also a cancer diagnosis 101. Because yeah. I'm going to tell you, the information stream, if you call it, is is kind of shitty. Yeah, we and, we and could we definitely have do all better of that here, and we yeah we have that here. We've personally been through it. Yeah, we we know the missteps that can happen. You know, we know where the gaps in the communication could be. We yeah. want to help bridge all that. Yes, we are the 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 bridge. The the gap uh, provide that that service in between the gaps. Um, we have access to uh, American Cancer Society information. We have access to Leukemia and Lymphoma Society information. We have Zoom meetings, webinars. Um, Plus all our contacts, oh, even God. besides that, and yeah. our own experiences. It's, and also, too, we coordinate through Chemo Peeps on Facebook, yeah. which is a group that I started. We've gone international now, so you can get everybody's perspective all over the oh, world. Yeah. Where, you know, patients ask questions, hey, I'm getting radiation from my brain mets this week. You mm-hmm. know, anybody got any suggestions? Has anybody been through it? And sure enough, there'll be somebody yeah. who's been through it who can tell them exactly what to expect. I mean, you can't get that kind of one-on-one anywhere. meaningful dialogue anywhere. No. You can't. You really need – like I think every cancer patient should have a mentor. Yeah. So I'm happy to be everybody's mentor if that's, you know, if mm-hmm. that's at all desirable for anyone just because you need one. I felt pretty alone going through all my stuff because everybody assumed oh you're a doctor so you must like have it down right well thank goodness i was paying attention because there was a couple of pretty significant slips yeah you know during my care that if i hadn't been a physician i might not have known but wouldn't it have been nice to have somebody holding my hand a little bit and you know somebody to relate to exactly the same and that's what caused me to start this yeah and i'm so glad you did Ah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody, you have a fantastic day. Let's chew on those thoughts a little bit and give us a call if you want to. Tell them the number again. Uh, 734-639-1167. So I'm Dr. Katz. And Mike LaHote. And we want you guys to have a fantastic day. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye.